Welcome to the Future Belongs to Creators. I'm your host, Nathan Berry. I'm the CEO at ConvertKit, and I'm joined by my co-host, Barrett Brooks. He's the COO here at ConvertKit, and we're on a mission to help creators earn a living. This show is about turning anxious energy into creative output during times of uncertainty. Welcome to episode 72 of the Future Blogs Creators. Here we are. It is a solo show today. We're going to be talking about how much you should be giving away for free as a creator. I'm glad that everything is working now. I'm glad that uh, I've got you guys all live to tell me that, you know, exactly, Emily. It's the little things, right? Having uh, having audio is actually important. I'd love a little red, yellow, green in the chat. Just let me know how you're doing. Um, it's good to see Teddy, Ken, Emily, Mitchell, everybody, Neil, the whole crew's here. One other thing, I'm, I'm uh, streaming with Ecamm today, and it is actually annoying me with these little sound effects. So I'm going to try to figure out how to turn that off. So I want to dive in and talk through one of these topics that comes up all the time. And that is what I believe a lot of people get backwards about building an audience. And basically what, what I hear coming up is this question of, as a creator, what should I give away? And what should I sell? And there's a few questions in there. One, one is the question of, you know, where's this balance, all of that. The other is this fear of if I give away too much, I won't have anything to sell. What would people even buy from me? I'm here as a creator. I'm here trying to earn a living. And so I need, I need to actually figure out this balance. So let's talk about that. Traditional advice might be, well, it could be a whole range, right? We could be, let's give them a little taste of something of what the ultimate product is going to be. And then, then we're going to sell them it, right? Just a little taste in that. So this might be 10% free, 90% paid. We could probably come up with some great drug dealer analogies on this, right? Just give them a taste. That's not really what we're doing as creators. We're uh, creating value here, not selling drugs. So we probably want to look a little bit, a little bit different. And then you might go to more of a traditional model um, where you're like, okay, look, I'll give away half of the content and half of what I create for free. And then I'll sell for the, I'll sell the other half, right? So instead of a 10-90 split, we're at 50-50. What I'm actually going to advocate for is like a 90-10 split the other way. So giving away 90% for free and then 10% of everything you create is actually paid. Uh, we could even go more extreme. Maybe it's 95 free. 10 paid, we're actually have been making this switch with ConvertKit over time, right? Where we were in that give a free trial, give just a taste category early on, right? We had actually first you had to pay for ConvertKit upfront uh, years ago. And then later we added a 14 day trial. And so that's like the, okay, 10% free, 5%, like the taste. And then you have to pay for the product. Later we made it so you didn't need a credit card for that free trial. So we're making it even more accessible. And then over time, what we ended up doing, you know, this year, as you all know, because we've talked about it a million times, is that we went with a free version. So now, I don't know, maybe 20%, 30% of the product is free, something like that. And 80, 70, somewhere in there is paid. And we've actually been gradually ramping that up. Where first it was free for 100 subscribers, and it was free for 500, and now 1,000. And so we're, we're continuing to add value there because we believe, and this is the biggest takeaway that I want you to have from all of this is that we believe by giving away for more for free, we'll reach far more people. 
Now you might be going, okay, that's fine. I love the idea of re- reaching more people, but there could be problems for, from that. Like something that I've heard, I'm trying to think where this is from. Maybe a magazine author uh, told this to me once where writers would be told, uh, told all the time, hey, write this piece for free. Put it you know, out here in this publication for free. You'll get all of the exposure. And their response, which I loved was, People die of exposure. Like you got to be careful with that. You know, of course, they're referring to being stuck out in the elements and dying of exposure in that way. But it's interesting. You know, that's the other side of if you give away too much for free, you're not going to be able to earn a living from it, right? That's the fear. And I actually ran into this firsthand. It's probably eight or nine years ago. I was in Venice with a family back when travel was a thing, and some of my extended family members were really into. Um, art history and um, the real history of Venice and getting behind the scenes and everything. And so what we decided to do was to book a tour and it was, the tour was called the merchant history of Venice. And it was a walking tour around the city, taking you to all these different places. So the Doge's palace, the skipping over actually some of the popular places. Like we didn't go to St. Mark's cathedral because this was all focused on like the merchant and the business side of it, which as a business person, I was fascinated by. In that, uh, well, actually, that tour is where I learned all about Marco Polo. Ended up, if any of you have read Authority, the intro of Authority is written centered around Marco Polo, and that came from this tour in Venice. So we took this amazing tour, and being a blogger, content creator, I was like, "You should take this content and you should put some of it online. Like you could build an audience." And he immediately was like, "Whoa, no, 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 no." Not going to do that Um, because if I did that, there would be no reason for someone to take my tour or phrased another way. If I give away too much for free, I won't have anything to sell. I'm curious. I'd love to hear in the chat. Is this something that any of you have experienced? um, Something you've thought about for your own business? How have you wrestled with that? Like drop those examples in. And so when the tour guide said that at first I was taken aback because there's something that I held to be true that he just didn't get. We were communicating in two totally different ways. So I had to close some of that gap. But that first thing that that came to my mind is like, well, wait a second. What are we actually doing? His view is that giving away more for free is going to undermine everything that you're getting on the paid version. And so let's break that down, right? If I'm getting the free content, right? I go and read an article or you know, a series of articles on his blog about the merchant history of Venice, I learn more about this, then it's like, okay, yep, I've, I've picked up that information. And then in the tour, right, I'm getting the same thing. I'm getting information about the history of Venice. But when you actually start to break it down, you realize they're completely different experiences. And what's actually going to happen is when I read these articles for free online, I'm going to, to think of him more and more of an expert. And he was a, uh, a professor uh, at a university. You know, he already had those credentials, but he would start to build that fame and experience to match that. And so what I realized and what I really tried to get him to realize, and, and I think I failed because years later, I don't think he has a blog or anything like that, um, is that in putting all that content out there for free is actually going to get far more exposure. And then the demand for the tours is actually going to increase. He's going to have more tours booked. He could potentially hire additional tour guides so he's not teaching them all himself. Um, 
a lot more attention, a lot more people reading the free content online is going to give them more exposure and it's going to uh, result in a lot more uh, people taking tours. And then of course, all of us know from being in the online world that then we go, oh, and you could take that free content and you could do a deep dive into a paid course. And then you could be making money even when you're not out, you know, guiding eight Americans through your city. So that's what I was trying to, to push him to, but I don't think that that worked. Well, it would have worked, but he didn't, uh, I don't think I sold him on it. So the first thing, right, we have that concern. If I give away too much, I won't have anything to sell. But here's the other side of it is there's actually always more to sell. I ran into this just this last week when I was planning out uh, what's going to be, still figuring out the details, but my new course called Art of Newsletters. And I want it to be a deep dive onto how to run a profitable newsletter. I want to do interviews with all the people who have really scaled something, you know, so the Gretchen Rubens, James Clears, uh, David Perels, all of those of the world who have scaled a massive newsletter and we can all learn from that. And so I was thinking, should it all be paid behind the scenes as part of this course? Or should I release it as a podcast and, you know, maybe make these, this content more accessible, get the reach out to more people, but then it becomes a little blurry of what's free and what's paid. And ultimately what I came to, and, and uh, I was talking through this with Sean McCabe on Friday is the same lesson that I've said plenty of times over and over again, but it's harder to, it's easy advice to give and hard advice to take. And that's that if you give a ton away, there's always more that you can sell. And so what I'm going to do is be releasing those episodes or releasing that content as podcast episodes. And then later on figuring out, okay, what's the version of this? What's the training that I can put into a paid version? So with that, people are going to consume content in a lot of different forms. And so you could say, put out these, these blog posts totally for free. And then it could be largely the same content that you end up later in, in a paid product. So as you're starting out, let's say you've got 500 subscribers or a thousand subscribers and you're thinking, okay, if I give away all of this for free, there's nothing left to sell. What you'll find is the more content you create, the more content there is to create, like you get even more ideas and everything, like it builds on itself. And then the other thing is that your experience and knowledge will mature over time and you'll come up with these new ideas or even your audience will surface those things. So uh, one of my favorite authors that I read online years ago, he's now a good friend, is Patrick McKenzie. And he has this blog at calzumius.com. If you just Google patio 11, he'll come up. Great writer, puts out these really detailed posts. And he used to do a lot of consulting on conversion rate optimization and, and all of these you know business problems. And he had this great line that I always enjoyed where he would say, look, a lot of my uh, consulting is just the same content that's available for free on my website. You know, I'm just like basically doing a narrated reading for you. You know, it's the same advice. It's exactly what's due. But these companies would be thrilled to pay him $10,000 per consulting session and all of this for him to walk them through taking his advice that he'd put out for free for anybody and putting it into, into practice directly in their business. And that was something that he was happy to do. So the free content drove the demand. It got people excited. And then the consulting is how he actually paid the bills and made money. And then he ended up 
you know, that's living at two extremes, right? Totally free and then very expensive. And then later he ended up doing a paid course. Um, he did his video course. It was sort of that in-between price point. I think he charged a thousand dollars for it. And that was like all the high level lessons from consulting, but brought to that practical, uh, online course setting. So Patrick also has this other line that I've always loved. Um, and this is where he talks about selling to businesses, right? Cause as creators, we tend to think about other creators like us. You know, I was teaching how to design iPhone applications. And I think about like other freelance designers who might have more, more time than they have money. And so like, is anyone really going to buy that when it's free out there on the internet? And Patrick has this line where he says, look, think about the finance person at a software company or any kind of company. No one there wants to write a payroll check, you know, and in the memo line, write out researching free stuff on the internet. That's what this course is for, or this, uh, this paycheck is for. And that's when you realize that, wait, free content isn't free because it actually costs that time. And so that's where, as you start to think about, okay, what could I sell? It starts to get interesting. So where do you draw that line between something that's free and what you're actually going to, to sell? And what I do is I think individual topics um, are totally released for free. So if I'm doing a deep dive on, you know, maybe I'm trying to think of a good example, but maybe if we run with um, iOS, you know, app design, if I did like, hey, what's new in iOS 10 or, you know, any of those things, right? That's going to be totally free. Or if I do a design principles thing, that's going to be free. Any of these individual topics. Um, but then on the paid products, like anything where I'm going like A to Z, here's a complete guide to do this. I'm going to save you from doing all of this research yourself. And I'm going to give you just the best practices. That's something that's going to be paid. So a great example here. This is from years ago, um, but a well-known engineer named Thomas Fuchs. So any developers would know him. He was one of the first people to pioneer drag and drop on the internet, all this stuff. And his wife is Amy Hoy, who runs Stacking the Bricks and other things. When iOS first came out with Retina images, I don't even know what year that was, right? Everyone was kind of scrambling and writing blog posts and doing research and trying to piece together okay, what do you do? How do you get images to show up on regular devices and on retina devices? And how do you do all of that? And I was one of those people like trying to figure this whole thing out. And um, one thing that I found is that it was really hard and confusing. And I'd piece together like information from eight different blog posts. But what I really wanted was someone to just, just come in and say, do this. This is exactly it. like, I did all the research for you. This is the definitive guide. Just a, B, and C do this. And that's what Thomas did. I can't remember the name of the product, um, but it was basically the complete guide to retina images. It wasn't even that long. And part of the selling point was that it was short. He could cut through all the noise and just say, I did all the research for you do exactly this. So things that I charge for would be, you know, complete guides, deep dives, anything that guides you through the whole process with the the mindset that clarity and brevity are totally selling points of not having to wade through everything and just having someone tell you, you know, here's step one, step two, step three, that is totally worth it. The other thing that I would say is to switch media types. So if you've been putting out a lot of great content in uh, the form of 
I say written blog posts, then maybe go and do a workshop or go and do a video course. So two examples that come to mind here. Uh, one is James Clear, who for a long time, he did just free content. He went so far into the, I'm just going to give away everything for free, right? He was had his absolute uh, best writing there that it was just for free every Monday and Thursday. Now, he needed to pay his bills in some way. And so what he did is he said, okay, once a quarter, I'm going to do a habits, uh, a habits workshop. And that's when he would actually sell something. It wasn't this thing that he had to do, spend a ton of time creating, but it was this live workshop on um, developing better habits. And he would sell that to his newsletter. It sold well. He could have made far more money with other things, but it sold well enough that he could you know, run his whole business and focus more on releasing more content for free. Now, another example would be Farnham Street. So you can check uh, Shane's stuff out at fs.blog. And Shane has done, again, tons of incredible free content, a great focus on the newsletter. But then he has really gone the other way. Or in addition to that, he's taken that content and built it into a paid course that's on Teachable. And he really went, okay, I'm all in on free text content, but the video content we're doing um, on a paid platform. So think about those things. Overall, my advice is go all in on free as much as you can afford to. It's a longer path to uh, earning money from it, but the ceiling is so much higher and you can build your audience so much larger if you really focus on free content and then use that to grow the audience. And then as you discover more of these things, as you learn more, they can go in more unpaid. All right, I'm gonna take a look at a few of these comments. Yeah, Teddy, so you're saying, Teddy's saying, I used to be nervous about repacking blog posts into an ebook, even though we give it away, the ebook away for free too, because I thought people would be like, dude, this is already on the blog. One quick thing, people do say that, that this is already on the blog, what's going on? And you will get that message every so often. I've had it in some cases, but I will say that that is a great strategy of taking this old content and packaging it up in eBooks, either free or paid. I did a free one years ago called the Productivity Manifesto. And it's everything that I'd written on productivity. Um, I did illustrations with it. I bundled it up into a nicely designed PDF, released that for free. And some people were like, I've read half of this already, or I think one person said they'd read all of it already because it had been different posts over the years. Most people thought it was brand new. Most people hadn't found those posts from the archives and they were thrilled to have something that was so easy to refer back to and so easy to give away. So that was an example of free to package nicely and free. But the other thing that happens is as you go free to paid, just put that in there that you know exactly where the content is from. You know, and maybe you get someone saying, oh, I could have just re- read some of this free and I'll go tackle that elsewhere. But, you know, refund requests are really easy to handle. And the majority of people will be so thankful that you gave them step-by-step, clear, concise, edited content on what they're trying to learn. Okay. So Philip brings up at 20 million plus ARR, I'm sure the course as content marketing for ConvertKit would generate far more revenue than it would as a paid course. And that's basically the assumption that I'm making as well, is that instead of making money off of the content, I'm going to use that to elevate the brand, provide more training, get more people on the platform, and then uh, actually make money from selling the subscription business. 
All right, Brian says, for teaching products, one, on free, give everything away, and paid, convert the information into action for them. Make it so easy to do it. It's nearly impossible to not get the end result. Oh man, I love this. And Brian, everything that you've done uh, with growth tools and and both the the uh, software products and the coaching and, and all of that is spot on. Because basically what you're doing is you're saying, this is all of the research. This is all of the information, the stories, right? That's what does so well with free content in order to attract attention. And then on the other side, the paid content is 100% about outcomes, right? If you're like, here's how to go research and learn way more about this, that's not gonna do super well as a paid training or anything like that. But if you're like, this will help you achieve this outcome in all of your copy, all of your sales pitches, everything uh, focuses on that, then you're going to have a much easier time selling and be in a great position. Going back to the example from Patrick McKenzie, that's exactly what he's doing of saying, here's all the research, here's everything that you want. And you can go create that outcome yourself. On the other side, you want me to create the outcome for you? Great, that will cost $10,000. That will cost um, this other thing. So that's the world there. Overall, go all in on free, promote that, scale that. And then as you need to, you'll find more of these things, more of these outcomes uh, that you can look for on the paid side. I think that's some good content. Uh, let's see. I guess Barrett's not here. So, creator of the day. Is that is that a good Barrett impression? Let me know in the chat. Is that does that work? Um, okay. My creator of the day is Dr. Zubin Damania. Uh, let me see. I'm using a different tool, so let me see if I can screen share. I don't know that I can. I'll drop the link in the chat. Uh, he is at ZDogMD, dog with uh, two G's. And so there's two points that I want to make in featuring Z-Dog. One is we haven't talked about the coronavirus in a little while on this show, but it's still very much alive and well, as you all know. And uh, there's this, this whole video, or not, not a video, there's all this other, all this content that came out over the weekend as people talked about the death rate for the coronavirus being at 6%. Uh, basically, the CDC released all of these different, all the death certificates, about 100,000 of them. And and they're only 6% exclusively named COVID-19 as the cause of death. All the others had all these comorbidities. And so what I thought was interesting is I came across um, a video that I'll, I'll link to in the chat now. And that's from... Uh, ZDog MD. And actually my uncle, who is an internal medicine doctor and has been for, I don't know, 35 years, um, is the one that, that shared the video. But it basically breaks down how everyone being upset that like, oh, the cause of death isn't actually from COVID uh, is complete nonsense and completely incredible. And so that was interesting to dive in and learn about that. But then also I started following his content and it turns out he makes these uh, music videos. He's got talking shows. Anyway, I thought it was great. The quality of production I thought was really good. And so it was definitely worth uh, checking out. The other thing that I really wanted to use his, uh, him as an example on is when you get into content like this, what you're going to find is that you don't agree with everything that the person says. And so that brought up some really interesting points of 
like he reaches some conclusions, for example, on COVID that I don't necessarily agree with. And what I realize is how often are we curating our audiences and our, our, our feeds, sorry, down to who we agree with and who we want to pay attention to. I realize that that's going to be a narrower and narrower of the mindset. So specifically, who are the people that you follow because you disagree with them and they expand your mindset and they're challenging your beliefs versus who are the people who are just reinforcing what you already believe and pushing you further down that path? Especially who are the, the people who are thoughtful on that side. Actually, if you want to drop any in the chat of someone that you follow because you disagree with them, I would love to uh, see some examples there. So anyway, I thought that uh, Dr. Zubin Damania was a great example there. Check him out, zdogmd.com. And you can see all his other uh, video content as well. All right. My resource of the day is a book called The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. And you know, as everyone's putting together online workshops or planning like, hey, when we can host dinners again, um, when we can have groups, you know, together, when we can gather again, how should we do it? This is a book that is really good about setting intent for those gatherings and getting the most out of it. And so I've really, really been enjoying it. I've been listening to the audiobook, which is fantastic. And so I'd check it out, uh, The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. All right. Well, that's it for the show today. The last thought that I want to leave you with is give more away and make it really high quality. You don't want to give away your average quality stuff and save your best stuff for the paid products. Instead, you want to set a really high bar, continue to deliver at a great level of quality, and then through that, dig deeper and find, okay, where can I do these paid products? But don't get too caught up in, if I give this away for free, then I won't have anything to sell. Because time and again, with all these creators, I've seen that there's always more that you can sell. Um, And so default to generosity, give it all away for free, and then uh, the audience will grow from it and you'll have so much more, so many more options and potential going forward. That's it for today. Thanks for hanging out and uh, we'll see you on Friday. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Future Belongs to Creators. If you didn't pick it up from the show, we make a tool called ConvertKit, where we're on a mission to help creators earn a living by building software that helps you build an audience of loyal fans. If you want to give ConvertKit a try, you can go to landingpage.new to launch your next creative project. You'll be able to build a landing page and send emails for up to 500 subscribers totally for free. So again, that's landingpage.new. You can get started with your free ConvertKit account today.